Sweet Pea. How you doing? I'm doing good. How was your day? It was good. I got to make a house out of strawberries. What are what are strawberries? Strawberries. Strawberries are really hard to stack Not on. Strawberries. Strawberries. They look like straws, but they're not regular ordinary straws. And you connect them with they look like jacks from the game Jacks. Okay. So you connect them and you can build all kinds of things. It's part of our new uh, Junior Builders Marvel kit for this summer. Oh, okay. At so, the library. So you just you just basically spent your day playing. Well, only the last half. Oh. The boy. first part of the day I spent checking in books and pulling books and processing new books. Okay. But you basically just played the whole day. Yeah. And I learned the double cro learned the double crochet stitch. Oh, because you're making me a shirt, right? Yeah, we think I'm making you a shirt. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with uh, double crochet strawberries. 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 Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Not sure what to do with that either. And thank you for my early Mother's Day present you got me. Yes. Yes. I th I thought of you. I, re I really did. Um, what did I get you again? A handbag. A hand, a hand, of course, a handbag. It, it was either a handbag or a pair of shoes. Nah, no shoes. Yeah, there's no more space, right? There's always space for shoes. No. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> All right, enough shoes and handbags. I'll say this. My husband's a very sweet man. and She says that because basically she gets whatever she wants, when she wants, and... I guess that makes me a sweet man or it makes me gullible or I give in too easy or something. I'm not sure what's yeah. what. So that's fun. So you had a good day. Well, my day was fairly, oh, let's just say the same as the last two years of days I've had in my job. So I, I spend my day um, counting paper. So I, I spent my day counting paper again today. And, I, and I'm, I am getting better at counting paper. I mean, when I first started this job, I had to take my shoes off to help me count. And I, now I don't even have to do that. So I'm, I'm really I'm really getting better. He's just joking, folks. He doesn't have to take his shoes off to count, I promise. Well, you don't know what I do when I'm in my office. What else is going on with us? Well, you finally got my microphone in. I did. So now we don't have to share one. Yes, last, last podcast, um, we were... I was ready. I was eager and and wanting to record, and so we we jumped right on the recording stuff and went right at it, and and it was great. The only problem was is that I had one microphone, so we had to share. So now we have two microphones. She has her own microphone, and I have mine, and so now we don't have to uh, share the microphone back and forth and, and and butt heads as we're both trying to say something or. Or whatever, so he likes me close to him. I, I do, I do like you close in our in our fancy studio that we have set up in the corner of the bedroom. Yes, we are. We are high tech, high tech rednecks. Hey, it doesn't matter. We're not rednecks. Speak for yourself. I am a redneck. I guess you're not a redneck. Well, I got my head. My I got burnt last week. No, that was a couple of weeks ago. Oh well, I was a redneck then. 
Yeah, redneck and redhead. Yeah, until it peeled off. All right. Well, I finally talked to our son, whom I don't think I've talked to in a couple of weeks. Oh, how's he but, doing? He's doing fine, I guess. All he wanted was to borrow a movie from us. Oh, well, that's so all. So how you doing, Mama? You Nothing. Hey, Mama, do you have coronavirus? or no, you know, Are you dying? Nothing. nothing. Just, nothing. hey, you got a movie? Can I have it? Yeah. Oh. And I told him that I wasn't home. I was at work. And he's like, well, Bridget's home. That's his sister, Bridget. To- Called her and... He walked up to our house. And it's it's kind of like uh, make an order. I'm, I'm going to get something. And she met him at the door. She says she doesn't even let him in the door, folks. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you have a loving sister. So for those of you who are still staying at home, just keep this in mind. When you leave, you are gone, and it's it's out of here. It's like a home run, baby. You're um, going to leave that right there. So how about that? <laughs> uh, the choices we make. But our daughter's still here. <clears throat> yeah, we can't get rid of her. She's stuck like glue. I'm telling you what, I guess she knows where her her bread's buttered, huh? I guess so. Yeah. And we still have our fur baby, yeah. even though he's a grumpy old man now, well, almost 13. He wouldn't leave if we wanted him to. She let the dog out and forgot all about him. That's how much we love our fur babies. So, oh, he's, she's going to go get him now. <laughs> how about that? Cool deal. Well, uh, for this week, baby, what are you? Uh, what are you writing with, and writing on? What kind of stuff are you using this week? I'm using your pen. <laughs> it's the Apollo. Oh, the Studio Neat. All right, here's for the P- this is for the pen geeks and those who love uh, stationary stuff. So my new limited edition Studio Neat Apollo edition I got in about a week ago. And my wife took it away from me, and I have not had it back since. It writes so good. I've offered to give it back. But she doesn't mean it. I do. No, you don't. So she's, I guess she, I look at him with my puppy dog eyes. And yeah, she's been writing with, my, writing with my Apollo limited edition pen, which is beautifully made. Very simple, beautifully made. So I've been writing for the past, I don't know, month or so with pencils. I've, I have fountain pens and other things, and I like my fountain pens, but I've just, I've just been using pencils. And so right now I'm writing with a Mitsubishi 9852EW, and it's a really great writing pencil. In the past month, I've probably put two or three pencils in the stub jar. I have used them all the way down to where you can't hardly hold on to them anymore. They're fun to use. So that's what I've been writing with. Hopefully one day I will get my Apollo back, possibly. Who knows? Now we're going to talk about our topic for today, dear. Um, You know what our topic is? Minimalism. Minimalism. Yes, so that's what we're going to just give a little brief thing about because I know there's all kinds of stuff on the the web and YouTube and there's all kinds of great uh, minimalist gurus out there and I've listened and watched and read a bunch of them, Um, but I want to give you a little short intro to minimalism in our lives. First of all, I have adopted a lot of minimalist ideas toward my wardrobe and toward the things that I own. And my dear wife is... Is not quite on fully on the wagon with him yet, folks. Not completely on the wagon, but she, she does see the, the benefits of it. 
she likes pocketbooks and shoes and those things that I'm not supposed to talk about. I'm a girly girl. She's a girly girl. And so, and that's okay. Um, you know, 500 tubes of lipsticks. Okay. I guess, um, if that's what you have not to have 500 close enough. But the idea is that we have lots of things. And, and years ago I was frustrated with just all the stuff that I had. I had so many things and so much stuff. The house was cluttered. I have a shed out back. Actually we have two sheds. And they were full of stuff. They were full of so many things. And those things were just there. I don't. I know that I could go a year and not touch anything in, some of the, in, in one of those buildings. And then introduced to Joshua Becker. And I actually picked up his book. I um, have it here in my hands, The Mentalist Home. It's a room-by-room guide to a decluttered, refocused life. So I picked that up and read it, and I thought, wow, man, that's, that's, that's actually some of the ideas that I've had in my head, but I didn't know what to call it. As far as my clothing, you know, I, I got a hold of Courtney Carver and some of her stuff, and those things just kind of, I realized that I was not the only person out there that was tired of having all these clothes. I was tired of having all the junk and all the things around, and I found out that there's a whole group of people, a whole society out there who who believes and feels the same way and so I just began to adopt some of these things and so the first thing is is that a lot of people have the question of what is minimalism and so my dear wife's going to read some of these definitions that we've come across minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom freedom from fear freedom from worry freedom from being overwhelmed freedom from guilt Freedom from depression, freedom from the trappings of the consumer culture we've built our lives around. Real freedom. And that's what I was looking for. I was looking for freedom because it was constantly, you know, you have to have this thing. I mean, the whole purpose behind advertising on TV and radio is to help you understand that what you have now is not good enough and what they have for you is going to be better. And so you get rid of the, the one thing you got so you can get the better thing. And that's just how advertising works. That's the whole concept behind a lot of this advertising is to make you feel bad about what you have so that you get the next thing. And I was just really tired of that kind of thinking and that kind of thing. And so that definition was from um, the minimalists, right? Um, Joshua Fields Milburn and Rick, uh, Ryan Nicodemus. They, they're yep. the ones who, who, who came up with that idea. Um, you can check them out at theminimalist.com. Yep. And so, and they have really cool stuff. They got good ideas. And here's the thing that I've, I have found about minimalism is that it is a, there's no surefire definition of if you're going to be a minimalist, here's one, two, and three. And that's it. Because that, that's not how it works. Ryan Nicodemus and Joshua Fields Milburn, when they started, they were, they were single and they, they don't have, they don't have you know, didn't have kids and all that kind of stuff. And then you look at Joshua Becker, who has a family. And so minimalism in his life looks different than theirs. And then uh, Courtney Carver, you know, minimalism in her life looks looks different than somebody else's. And that's the whole point, is that minimalism in your life is going to be yours. And it's going to look different than somebody else's. Um, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be the same. It's not a cookie cutter kind of thing. And which which really has helped me in my journey, which we're still in this. I mean, we're, we're still getting Absolutely. rid of stuff. Um, now, I will we'll, we'll share this. When I first started, I, I got rid of a lot of clothes, got rid of things that I wasn't wearing. My, my wardrobe is very simple. 
Um, I have I have blue pants that I wear to work. I work in an office, so I wear blue pants to, to work, blue, blue chinos. And then I have blue shirts that I wear, and all my shirts look the same, and all my pants look the same. And that's what I wear to work. And then on the weekends, I've got a pair of simple pants and then T-shirts that I wear, and that's my life. And I have very few of each. I don't actually know the number. I know some people like to count their stuff. You know, there's people out there that live out of, they have 30 items that they own. That's it. They live out of a bag. And one of those items is their bag. That is not me. You know, that's just not me. I, I have I have, I have, more than 30 pins. <laughs> and I'm the direct opposite, guys. I don't have uniforms. I like bright colors and my dresses and everything. <laughs> yeah, she likes lots of stuff. But here's the cool thing that when, I, when we started doing this, we did realize that our house was too cluttered. Our house was too full of stuff. We had too many things. And so as I got rid of clothes and got rid of things that I didn't need, Donna got on board with me with some of that. Now, she she would not be a full-fledged minimalist as me, as I am, but she did get on board with the clothing because she found out that she didn't need all that stuff. Now, how, how much did we get rid of, dear, of your, just, just your closets? 11 huge trash bags. 11 huge trash bags of clothes. Clothes. And we did all that in one day. Yep. That was collected in one day. Yep. And I don't miss them one bit. Yeah. And so that was really, really good on her part to say, yeah, this is stuff I don't really need. And so what we did was is that she stayed in the living room and I would come to the closet and I would get a handful of hangers and I would take them and I'd put them on the couch. And then she would make yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. And it was 99% of it was no, 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 don't need that. Nope, don't need that. And we just filled bag after bag after bag after bag. And now our closets, I mean, we still have clothes in our closets. We don't have near the clutter that I we have. I can actually on. walk up to my closet and look and go and just see what I have. Yeah. yeah honestly. You, yeah, you can see it. And just, I'm where that today. Yeah. And, and I think. Uh, like Courtney Carver and, and, and some of these other folks that they make the comments that things that you wear should be things that you enjoy wearing. They make you feel good. They make you look good. And those are the things that you want to wear. Those are the only things you really need. And those are the things that, that I have. And, and Donna has now hers, her number is just bigger than mine. As far as the number of items, hers is just bigger, but she has brought down the amount of stuff a lot from where she originally started. So minimalism in our life is different than what it's going to look like in others. And we're still in process. I'm still going through my sheds. I'm still getting rid of stuff. Right now during this uh, coronavirus lockdown, you know, Goodwill's closed. Um, a lot of places that you would donate to, they're not open. So you can't take stuff. And so I have stuff that needs to go that I have nowhere to take it. So we're kind of in a, in a holding pattern right now. But as soon as those things open back up, we have stuff that needs to get out of here. But everybody defines minimalism a little bit different. What minimal, minimalism is, is really, what minimalism is really all about is a reassessment of your priorities so that you can strip away the excess stuff, the possessions and ideas and relationships and activities that don't bring value to your life, that don't bring you joy. Right. And who said that? Colin Wright. Yeah, Colin Wright said that, and he's he's one of the I guess the, one of the gurus of this 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 thinking and this ideas. And you can check that out on the ExileLifestyle.com. He's another one that I, I've listened to a lot. Okay. Another one that I've I've run into, and I don't have a quote from him, but Greg McEwen, um, he's he's really cool, and he he wrote a book called Essentialism, and so he comes at it from the it's the same kind of concept. Only keep those things that are essential to you. 
and what you need. You got to have clothes. So wear just the essential stuff. And so he's in his idea is that if you just take it back down and that's what we're doing. And so that's why minimalism in our life is going to look a little different than others um, because I need work clothes that are going to be things that I can wear to the office. But those are clothes that I won't wear on the weekends. And so that's just, this is how, how it looks. And and, and hopefully eventually my wife's going to get on board with me and follow a little more. And because our, our, our future hopes and dreams is that we would have a, uh, a, a smaller house somewhere. We want a tiny house. Yeah, we want to, we would like to have a tiny house. The house we live in now is not really that big. Some people would consider what we live in now a tiny house, but we're looking for something a little. No, this isn't a tiny house. Well, it's, it's just under a thousand square feet. For some folks, that's that's small, but we raised our two kids, and we've lived in this house for 20-some years, and it's less than a 1,000 square feet. It's three bedrooms, and it's pretty small. The average person lives in a house that's, you know, twelve to 1,500 square feet, you know, and there's others that's more than that. But we want something smaller. We, we've actually vid- visited some places where we, they've had tiny houses, so we'd like to have a tiny house, something smaller. And so to do that, we need less stuff. We're, we're in that process. That's going to be a while down the road. That would be an interesting YouTube channel that we could come up with is the, the, the steps that we go through to build our tiny house. Because I'd really have to cut down on my shoes and my purses, folks. Yes. Yes, she would. She would definitely have to cut down on the shoes and purses and those types of things, which she enjoys those. Those do bring joy to her. She enjoys those. I have one backpack, and that's my bag, and that's got my stuff in it. And so... I have a few other little small bags that I use every once in a while, but they I've I've limit I've brought that down from at one time I probably had about 30 different bags that I used that were just mine and I've brought that down to 4. So I have 4 now. And in all honesty folks, I'm trying to get to where I just have one one purse that I use, but it's hard <laughs> it when, they, when they keep coming out with new purses every season and you're like, oh, I really want that one. But I have to get to the point where I'm like, I don't need that one. And it's not that you have to deprive yourself either. That's that's not the, con- the idea. The idea is not to deprive yourself of things that bring joy to you. But it's, okay, if I want this one, then what am I going to get rid of? And that's kind of what we've been doing. We've been walking through that. So just keep this in mind that you're the, living a, a minimalist lifestyle is going to look different. So don't try to don't try to follow after this particular person and say, oh, well, they do it this way. So I'm going to follow them completely and I'm going to do it because that's not going to bring you happiness. That's not going to bring you joy. Because the reason that they're doing it or the way they're doing it is going to be different. I don't think I would be happy if I only had 30 items that I owned. I just, I just don't, I don't think that would bring joy to me. Now, the person that travels all the time and they live out of their bag, 30 items is, is, is plenty for that person. But for a person who's married and has a spouse and has two kids or 30, they got to have more than 30 items. I mean, that's just so, so just keep in mind that this minimalist idea is going to be different for every single person. There's no cookie cutter program that you can follow. Decluttering and getting rid of the stuff that really is not useful and is not needed in your life, it will bring happiness to you. I have found in my life that I am just happier with the things that I have. And now I don't have to spend time cleaning and and messing with and spending time with things. I can spend time with my wife, I can spend time with the kids. 
We can do things together. Plus, another thing that it's done is it's 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 helped us with our spending. We don't spend as much money. I don't have to have the next greatest thing that comes out, so I don't spend the money. Absolutely. And so now that money is just that that's there for us. So it's just there's a lot of benefits to that. I think it was Joshua Becker. It talks about the the benefits of minimalism, and so you can go check uh, Joshua Becker out at his website, which is becomingminimalist.com slash minimalism benefits. And you can read that article that he wrote. He, he gave benefits of being a minimalist. And one of them was you spend less money. And now your time can be used for other things, more important things, things that you really want to do. And you're not tied up with all the stuff that you have. So anything else you want to add, dear, about this on, on the journey being the one who's not completely on board, you see the benefits of it, right? I really see the benefits. And, and as, as my husband said, I'm not completely on board, but um, it's a slow process for me. I think she's on board, but I think she's on board in her own way. Yes. Because even though there are certain things in her life like handbags and, and shoes that she really enjoys, and she has cut that down to a certain number, but she still enjoys having more than one or two of those. So, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as we both have the same idea that we're going to keep our house so that it's not so cluttered up and so many things. Absolutely. And so that's what we, we, we're on the same page as far as that's concerned. We just do it a little bit different. When I go to work, I wear the same kind of pants and the same shirt every day, and I don't really care. And when I go to work... I wear my dresses or my leggings. It's always something different. And so that's so hers is going to look a little bit different than mine, but we're still on the same page as far as what we do. And if you want to check out the Project 333 book uh, by Courtney Carver, you can check that out. That's I've, I've been listening to it, and, and I understand what she's doing. And she cut her wardrobe down to 33 items. And that was that's pretty amazing that somebody... That and, amazing. And, she, and she she worked in, when she did that, she actually worked... Um, in a in an office, and she was a business person, so she was meeting with people all the time. And what she found was is that nobody really cared. Nobody really cared what she was wearing. Nobody paid attention. Don't dress for other people. Don't don't wear those things to impress other people because probably most people don't really care what you're wearing. Dress for yourself. Yeah. What what fits what you? Makes what you makes you happy? happy? And, and that's why you can be yourself. That's that's our journey right now on this minimalist life things that we are doing. We're not finished. I don't think it's something you ever complete either. Nope. It is a constant. Um, a, matter of fact, when the mail comes in, that, that's one of the first things. I think it was Joshua Becker. I wrote it down. It's on a card on our refrigerator. You know, when things come in your house, here's the, here's what you do. Here's things you need to do. You know, every night the dishes are washed and cleaned. That way everything's nice and neat and put away and all that. And we, we try to do that as much as possible. But when the mail comes in, don't throw it on the counter. Process it. Those things that need to be kept, you keep it. Those things that need to be thrown away, you throw them away. And you get rid of it and you process it right then and you're done. And another thing that I've, I've come up that, that's really helped me is if it's something that can be done, a project or something that needs to be taken care of, if it's something that you can do under, with under two minutes, then don't wait. Do it now. Just go do it and be done with it. And I have found that's been extremely helpful to me. I, I can put it aside and, oh, I'll just take care of that, you know, on Friday or I'll take care of that on Saturday. No, no, I can just do it right then, be done with it, and now I'm, 
I don't have to think about that anymore. So that's been a big help to me. That's kind of our journey. That's what we've been doing um, with the with the minimalist thing. And like I said, ours is going to look different. Yours is going to look different. So if you want to check out some of these folks, I'm going to put the some of these links and uh, references in the show notes. And we're still learning this podcast thing. It's something we're still still getting the hang of. And um, I think our podcast is now out on a few other carriers and um, we're still working on websites and all that kind of stuff we don't have any of that yet so uh, it's a very slow process for us our our marketing budget is very very small yep i think it's a dollar <laughs> but that's okay folks so we'll grow as we go we'll, we, we will grow as we go you guys just have fun this week and thank you for listening to us and just remember that we're just two old farts just talking and giggling together and thank you for joining us and y'all have a great week bye-bye bye-bye